I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's Britney, bitch. Shake your tits. Dunkin' Donuts. What is up, guys? It's T. Kyle here, and happy Friday. Happy weekend. Thank you for joining me again at the end of this week. What a week it has been, you guys. I am still speechless about just everything that transpired this week. I felt like I was moving at mock speed. That's right, mock speed, or is that mock speed? Or is that the razor, mock, the, the, no, that's the speed of whatever. Speed of light, fast, <laughs> whatever. I, You guys know what I mean. Anyway, I was gonna do an audio only weekend chat this week and I thought um, my coworkers thought, like gave me this idea to like just like lay in bed under like my weighted blanket, which I'm gonna discuss in this video and just sit here and just put a microphone by my face and I tried it and then I literally couldn't move and I was like, if I, <laughs> Like, if something messes up, I'm not physically going to be able to get up. And I was just so comfortable. I really thought I was going to fall asleep. So I got up and I went for a walk. I went to the post office and got some coffee. And I'm feeling energized. And, yeah, we are just going to jump into everything this week. It was a jam-packed week. And I'm going to just share some of my stories with you guys from this week. And so... As all, well, not as always, as 99.8% of the time, I am back to my Dunga Donuts large iced coffee with a splash of almond milk, too sweet and loud, not sponsored. Ugh, I need, like, I need this hooked up to an IV back here with a drip. I need four of them, and just one in my arm, one in each leg, and one in my other arm, uh, because this week has been... Wild, I am running on adrenaline and a dream, girl. When I tell you that, like, I, do, I literally don't know how I did it. But lastly, before we get into that, what am I shaking my tits to this week? The new Carly Rae Jepsen song, Party For One. I see it getting, like, bad reviews on social media. Like, the gays are not living for it. And I'm like, um, excuse me, like, are you deaf? Oh, you're deaf? Okay, thank you. Love you. Does anyone know that reference? Someone will, someone will get it. That needs to be my tagline is someone will get it. <laughs> like I feel like, and through my podcast, I really throw in super niche references that people catch. Ugh, that's my new tagline. Someone will get it. But anyway, I love it. It's super instrumental and it just makes you happy. And that's what I love about her music is it just is joyful and she gets some of the best producers to work on her music. And so I love it. And I need, I'm making a pact with myself that I'm going to see her in concert this year because I missed the last one because of work. And um, I will not do that this year. I need to go see her. 
when she comes back to New York. But anyway, that's what I'm shaking my tits to. And speaking of tits, I need to get my diet back on track because, ugh, I mean, this week, the past two weeks, it's just really been so, it's been wild and I haven't been sleeping. And I haven't been sleeping in the way that like, is a good way because I've been so excited and so focused that I've been working on stuff. And, you know, I just need to, we need to steer the ship back center lane and get it going. But anyway, this week, where should I start? Okay. So last week I launched me and Brad's new podcast, It's Britney Bitch, and the response has been so overwhelming and I am literally speechless. I set a goal for myself. I said if if I get a thousand streams by the end of the week, I will be ecstatic. Like that was my stretch goal. Like I always tell you guys, I, I've said before, I think I have like a reasonable goal and then I always have a little stretch goal that's like a little bit bigger than normal and is just something that I would love to aim for. And if I don't reach it, I'm fine. But if I do, I'll be even more excited. Okay, that stretch goal was multiplied by 15 by the end of last week. And I was stunned and we are, as of me filming and pressing play on this video right now, which is about, you know, mid-afternoon on Friday, we are just under 30,000 streams. And we just launched last Tuesday. Um, I am shook, like genuinely shook. I also feel like there are tears welling up in my eyes right now. So I'm just gonna say that I'm tired because I've, literally cried in public so many times today, this week, because I've just been so overwhelmed. I like, I really, to have people praise and say the things about my work is, it means so much more than like anything else. I, like, I really can't even, I can't even come up with words to describe how it feels to have people compliment, not even just me, but like the work. And, and to say things like, I can tell the amount of time that you put into this and the dedication and the quality and the, like stuff like that means so much more to me. Oh, it just is. And to hear it from people who have walked the walk and know what it, like just know it and get it really means the world to me. And I'm, it's, I've just been so excited and I, I can't wait, like I'm on the edge of my seat. I already wanna post next week's episode, but I we're gonna switch to a once a week because uh, people wanna, they wanna stay caught up with us and be able to feel like they're not getting left behind. And so I we wanna make sure that people don't feel like there's too much and that they can't keep up. And so we are gonna switch to a once a week schedule, uh, just, you know, cause other people, they have other shows they wanna watch and you know, there's a lot of stuff out there. And so yeah, so people are this week discussing 2005, next week's 2006. I love the episode 2006. It is, I share two of my favorite things, I think, not of all time, but just two stories that I really just love so much. Um, I went to the Kevin Federline album release party in 2006. And then also I we talk about one of my favorite moments from The View that happened in 2006. And it's just, those make me so happy and I'm excited to just, 
you'll hear how excited I get in the episode talking about it. But uh, yeah, and then we go into 2007 and 2008, which are supersized episodes. They're two hours long each. So that's another reason why we want to do once a week is just because it is a lot of content and I feel like people are probably going to listen in chunks. So yeah, it's been very overwhelming. And one of the biggest endorsements that I got this week was from my boss, Andy Cohen himself. And I'm just going to tell you guys how this all went down because it was all, again, super fast. So I'm at work, you know, because the podcast is all separate from work. So I have, like, my job, the podcast, you know, whatever. And I've been silently kind of working on the podcast on my Saturdays and my Friday nights and uh, in my downtime at work because we have downtime in between shows. So... I didn't tell a lot of people about this podcast before it launched. There was a very, I want to say maybe five to seven people that I told on my side about it. And then Brad told like two or three people that he knew. And we just, we wanted people's opinions that we trust, that we knew would be honest with us. And so I really just kept it super small and, uh, yeah, so I didn't share it with Andy and I want to say like 95% of my coworkers because I just wanted, and this I've said this before to you guys, it's the when you're working on something creative, it's so important to block out other voices, not because, you know, I think it's good to get constructive criticism, but you can't let the other noise and other people's opinions control your creativity. So I really needed to make sure that I kept it separate and that I was focused on my vision, trusting my gut, listening to my gut, listening to my ear, my creative mind, my creative drive, like that voice in my head that tells me this is funny or that's the right way to edit it or that that timing is good. And then trusting people's people who I trust listening to their opinion, then applying it to that voice. So I just wanted to keep it controlled. So I didn't tell any, I didn't tell Andy, I didn't tell anyone, any of like the big names at work. And I launched, I still didn't tell anybody. <laughs> I just kind of let it trickle and see who noticed and see who looked at my Instagram stories and see who looked at my Twitter. And we were getting ready to tape the show and Andy turns to me and he says, so, like, what is this about you? I see that you have a Britney podcast. When I tell you, my heart sank to the floor in two seconds. I was like, boom. And I was like, that gif of Bethany where she's like, I'll do it with my Dunkin' Cup. I'm like, mm. oh, yeah, that. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I have a new Britney podcast. It just, just launched last week. And he asked me what the concept was. And he genuinely was like, that is brilliant. And then he asked me a couple questions about it. And he was like, I need to get you on Radio Andy and we can talk about it. And I was like, uh, like a deer in headlights. I was shook because at the end of the day, well, I'll go back to that in a second. So 
I'm shook. And he, he says this to me and then he goes and does a show. But I mean, it's Andy Cohen. He's busy, girl. He's, you know, a celeb. He has his own show. He's got his own radio station. So I'm thinking, I'm like stunned. I took the compliment and I, I, I registered it and I embedded it in my brain. And I was like, oh, wow, like Andy said that this is brilliant and he was excited about it. And then the next morning, the formal invitation to come on Radio Andy was in my inbox. And I was like, <gasps> like, what? Because my, my first thought was, oh my God, do I get to sit in the same chair that Extina sat in last week? <laughs> Is that awful? That's like literally the first, I was like, oh my God, I get to sit in the same chair as Extina. You know, both equally vocally talented. No, <laughs> kidding, it was a joke. Um, so I was like, <gasps> So I'm like, yes, absolutely. And then they're like, can you come in on Wednesday? Oh, my elbow just freaking snapped. Oh, did you hear that? I hope, oh my God, something's up with my left arm this week. I don't know what is happening. I don't even click the mouse with this one. Oh. Um, so I'm like, yeah, I'll be there. And so it's set up for Wednesday in the morning and I was shook. I was, I, so I wake up and I was nervous that I was gonna get nervous and choke up. And I had this moment where I was walking through Times Square and then walking over to the office where the Sirius is. And I just remember I like paused for a second and I didn't have any music on and I was just breathing and breathing and breathing and breathing. And I said, take this moment in, breathe and be fearless like Britney would be. And I just thought of her in her early days. And I was like, what would Britney do? If you get nervous, you're not gonna remember this moment. Just focus on what's in front of you and just breathe. And that's been a tip that I've, I've learned with anxiety and with just trying to help calm yourself is to just focus on little things, like focus on sitting in your chair, focus on your feet on the ground, remember to breathe and just be in the moment. And it really helps calm you down. It was the same thing I told myself when I had to, I got locked in that room with Mariah Carey and she was like right here. And I just, before I went in, I said, breathe. You are not gonna remember this moment. If you get too nervous, calm you down and, and do what you gotta do. And I went and I felt so comfortable there and I felt so confident. And I never say that. I I have not felt confident in, like I, there's very few times in my life where I've had that feeling. And I just went and I said, he's given you an endorsement, he's excited for you. And then he plugged my podcast in the beginning. And I just, I, I just felt so comfortable. And I felt like, let this be, let this moment be and don't psych yourself out. And we talked about Britney and I got a little, not that I got sassy, I just felt like I was honest. And we talked about Britney and maybe I'll inject it here, the, the part where we talked about Britney not knowing him. And I was like, yeah, she didn't know who you were. And I, I mean, I was just being honest. I wasn't trying to be sassy. You were in the, the pit. Yep. Um, did she know who I was? What is your 
Uh, what is your analysis of that? I had interviewed her at that album release party yep. about five years ago. Britney Jean. Yes, at the Britney Jean yeah. album release party. What What is your analysis of what happened that night on stage at Radio City? I really don't think she knew who you were. Okay, you don't. <laughs> no. You do not. And okay. I was... I thought about warning you in advance but then I thought because it was either Colton Haynes or somebody but she also didn't know who they were and yes, she said correct. It was Colton. what's your name sweetie or something right. along those lines and I was like I'm not going to tell him because if she says that to him it's going to be so funny right? and I want him to be surprised Okay, good. so I, I, I kept that to myself that's hilarious yeah. the funny thing is that this had of course as you know been planned for a, like a week or something mm-hmm. and I um and I didn't, when I was on stage, I didn't hear what she said. I did not hear that she said, give it up for him, whatever. So I was- she called you loud. And then she said, he's loud. Okay, so then what do you make of that? Because then she walked away after I left and she said, oh my God, he's so loud. Now, I had not said a word. So that was odd to me that she said, oh my God, he's so loud because I didn't say anything. So her saying that made me think, well, maybe she did know who I was because I am known to be loud. Why do you think she said he's so loud? Well, I thought I heard you from where I was sitting. Oh, screaming, really? Brittany, like, I love you or something. Right. Uh, yeah, I guess I did. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh, he was really loud. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. It's like T. Kyle that's really on. Uh... <laughs> no, I think. That I, is I think you're right. I mean, I don't I, I don't know if you didn't say a word. I think you did scream things. I mm-hmm. was like, I love you. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. I thought that he appreciated, like I could see that he was like smirking and smiling. And so I just felt like, okay, this is, this is meant to be, this is right. And you can be yourself and you can be sarcastic and you can be funny and it's okay. Like just be yourself. And I just let it flow and I felt like I did a good job. And I don't, I mean, it's just, it's, uh, if I think too much about it, then that's when I get overwhelmed. But I just, it was just so surreal for me. And it's it's because I was there to talk about a, like a creative project that I worked on. It's not me sitting there and being like, oh, me, me, me. It's like, no, this is, I, I created something and I, that I can share with people. Like it's about the work and that's, I think, why I appreciated it so much more is because it was him acknowledging something that I created and worked on and he he said was a great idea and he wanted to push that out and help promote it on his platform, on his voice, which is obviously a hundred times bigger than mine. And it just really meant a lot. And as someone who has looked up to Andy for a very long time, you know... I, and I've, I have not shared this full story yet anywhere, but I probably need to at this point because I feel like it will make a lot more sense for a lot of people to know where I'm coming from. But when I came out, I was told, and I can hear it ringing through my ears as if it was yesterday, that you will never be successful because you're gay. People are not going to hire you because you're gay. Like, you're not going to get a job. You No one's going to want to hire you. You're not going to be successful. Like, what do you think you're doing? Like, it was all these things that were berated on me when I came out that have echoed in my mind ever since then. And so when I saw Andy on TV and saw him being successful and 
getting praise and being, you know, uh, um, essentially a mogul in a way because he created this own career for himself and his own voice and his own platform that is super unique and was unlike anyone else out there and has created a brand and uh, a franchise and a personality and a show. Like, Watch What Happens Live is so Andy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was that voice and he was always out and he was always just himself. And I remember looking at that and thinking, no, those those things that were said to you are not true and you can be successful if you trust your voice and you stick to yourself and you follow your instincts, instincts and listen to your gut. And that's what I've always tried to remember. So years later, to then get an endorsement from that same person that I looked up to is, I mean, I'm speechless. I really don't know what to say. I'm just, it's... I'm stunned, I'm speechless, and uh, yeah. You can also tell that like <laughs> my voice is now getting lower, my energy just dipped because I'm getting emotional and I don't wanna get emotional because it's Friday and I've already cried like so much. I, I started bawling on the fucking, uh, what's train stop was it the other day? And this woman was like, oh, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. Like, you know, the, the Britney interview with, um, Matt Lauer, and he just said something, and she's like, yeah, like literally that was me. And uh, <laughs> this was like a disheveled mess and um, listening to Kim Petras in my headphones and sobbing. Uh, so anyway, that really is that experience. And it's on the Sirius XM app, channel 102, uh, Andy Cohen Live. It is from Wednesday's episode. And even like, even just seeing my name on like the little, let me show you, I have it on my phone. Um, I took a, like, obviously I took a ton of screen grabs cause I was fucking shook the house. Um, like even just seeing my name and my, like my, I, I almost, I guess it's my podcast is kind of its own show. My show title in there, like in this, in the app and in on Sirius, like to see my name there, like, are you kidding? Like, oh. Oh my God, I mean, my mind is just fucking blown. I'm still, I don't, now I'm getting flustered because I'm, you can, I'm, my mind, blah, blah, blah. Okay, <laughs> so anyway, can't get flustered. We'll see, yeah, it's just been a lot. And also too, um, in the past, I would say like two weeks, I have gotten really encouraging words from my parents, which has been, has meant a lot to me. And just a lot of people who I, trust and value their opinions and you know it, it's been overwhelming and so um one second oh god gotta pat down the eyes girl i'm gonna i should just take a screen grab of me right now and just be like my truth <laughs> my truth about the beauty community and just me sobbing <laughs> no actually it's like a mix of me getting teary-eyed and also there's like literally something stuck in my eye but anyway ugh, see now Oh, now there's something stuck in my eye and I can't stop recording because I need to be somewhere in four hours and I have to edit this and get it online. Um, but yeah, I feel like that kind of summarizes the experience there. And also too, I mean, just over the, you know, I've been at Watch Happens Live for two years and I've learned so much and even just being invited to Andy's show and seeing how it all happens and just little things like, 
seeing, watching him read from his notes and just seeing how it all happens and the, the producers and how they work together is just, I feel like I'm in college still and I feel like I'm still learning stuff. And that's another one of the things that I've loved so much about this podcast is just the amount of things I've learned. And I, I get such a kick out of that. And even if I learn something and then I never, never use it again, like you guys remember when I was doing Twitch streams and I was like, oh, I'm going to be a gamer. Like I just did it because I wanted to learn it and try it and see if I would have fun with it. You know, it wasn't really my thing. I just, I learned how to do it, but I was like, eh, you know, this isn't really like it for me. You know, it was fun to learn. It was fun to do, but it wasn't it, you know? And so I've always just loved trying new stuff. And when I did the podcast and I launched it, I found myself sitting for eight, nine, 10 hours at a time working on this thing and being so excited about it. I was like, wait a minute, this is something that I never thought I would be interested in. And then I think I said to someone the other day, I was like, I think it would actually be really cool to be an executive producer or a producer on a show or put together a series and be kind of, uh, what is this light that just came through? I don't know. Maybe that's the universe saying, yes, see the light, go to the light and see Jesus. Another reference for you guys. Uh, but it just opened my mind and my thoughts to a new type of thing. I was like, oh, I could produce a show, come up with an idea, record it, edit it, film it, produce it, put it out there, you know, kind of like a little mini, like, I guess that would be an executive producer. I don't know. I'm still learning the titles of everything too. That's the other thing. But uh, yeah, I just, it opened my mind to new things. And yeah, this, this whole process has just been mind opening. I've learned a lot. It's really, it's been a, a full experience of not just people enjoying the show and loving it and being entertained by it, but also just me learning so much. And I feel like personally, I feel like I'm slowly and finally learning how to be comfortable with myself, if that makes sense. Because I've all, I feel like I've always kind of been, I've always been me. I, you know, I just feel like now I'm gaining more of a confident, like, okay, here's the example. Here's what I'm trying to say. Me sitting in front of this camera, I feel confident because I have control over this. And if I say something stupid or if I slur on a word, I can cut it out. And you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I have control over it. But if I go to a party, I feel super uncomfortable and I'm nervous talking to people and I start sweating and I just, I, you know, if I talk to a cute guy, I stutter or like, you know, I'm worried that I'm going to say the wrong thing or I don't know, or people are going to tell me that I have resting bitch face and that I look cold and whatever. I just get very in my own head, feeling insecure and whatever, or I, I, I get quiet. I mean, that's the one thing a lot of people say to me is that they notice when I get quiet. And on the podcast, on here, I'm much more myself and I'm freer and I feel more comfortable and I feel confident. And I feel like I'm just, through this whole process, it's also just helping me personally. I don't know. I, I'm trying to, I just want to be, I, I just don't like being anxious all the time, I guess. And uh, this is helping me kind of get comfortable in my own skin. And, uh, 
yeah, so I mean, it's just been an all-encapsulating journey, and it's been overwhelming, but it's been worth it, and I need a nap, but, you know, um, I can sleep, tom I have tomorrow off, and I plan on sleeping and watching Minecraft videos. Also, something that happened this week, speaking of Britney and Legends, Trisha Paytas, it's happening, you guys, and... Her first show, her first live show is tomorrow, I think, on this new tour. And I edited a interlude slash intro for her. I believe it's in the middle of the show where she goes back to change and she has a Britney segment of the show. So I created this, it's like funny, but then it's kind of fierce. And I just wanted to make something that was in itself, in, in and of itself was entertaining and also long enough to give her time to change backstage. And so I really feel like people are gonna love it and they're gonna laugh and then it's gonna be fierce and then she's gonna come out and she's gonna be Brittany Trisha. And that happened this week too. I whipped up, I literally, I went to the shower because I, like I like to create, or not create, brainstorm in the shower because I just, I don't know. Do you guys ever feel that way? Like doing things that are so mundane, it just helps the mind come up with ideas. Like washing dishes, not that I like washing dishes, or folding laundry, hanging up laundry, you know, things like that that are so boring. It's just, they help the mind create ideas. So I was in the shower and I was just flipping my hair and I was like, oh, I'm having a vision. And I got out, wrote everything down on a notepad and was like, all right, let's get to work. And I sat there and like, Four hours, I was like, boom, boom, click, 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 click. Whipped together this video, sent it to her, she loved it, and then I put the final touches on it, and so tomorrow, I believe, I think, unless, I mean, I hope, <laughs> I think, it's all, if all goes according to plan, this transition, interlude moment will be making its debut in Toronto, and the gays and the girls at the show hopefully will freak the fuck out, and then when I go and see her in December, I will get to see it myself and be in a crowd with, you know, hearing people's reactions, which will be another surreal experience because that's another one of my dreams is like, I really want to art direct and concept a tour for an artist and come up with like all the interludes and the intros and the con like the theme that carries you through the show. Ugh, like the circus tour is one of my favorites of all time because of the theme that it has and the props and the costumes and the interludes and just how it all goes together. Oh my God. Domination, Brittany, Vegas, if you, if someone out there knows and wants, send them my number, send them my email, I will, oh, the ideas that I have for Miss Brittany for domination, I'm not gonna tell them on here because she don't work for free. Well, no, I technically do work for free because my podcast and everything else, I spend probably 20 hours a week working for free. But you know what I'm saying. Brittany, Larry, call me. But um, that's another one of my dreams that I would love to do. I would also love to do an EDM tour. Some like, I, uh, Kygo's was so good. I would love to do, uh, let me put it into the, what's it called, the ethero? I feel like I've been hearing people saying that a lot. Like, I'm gonna put it into the ethos. No, I, you guys, you can drag me. I don't, the, not the, whatever it is. It starts with an E. Oh, also this week, 
was a very interesting episode of Watch What Happens Live with Deborah Winger, which I'm sure you guys have seen the response on social media. And if you wanna look at the clips, go subscribe to the Watch What Happens Live YouTube channel that I help manage. <laughs> Give us some views, subscribe. And uh, yeah, I mean, that was another thing, like watching all of that unfold in real time. We were live, by the way. Some people think we aren't live. We were we were 100% live that night. And uh, just how Andy handled it and just watching him as it was all going down, I was like, okay, this is a lesson learned. You know, he handled it very well, I thought, and smiled through it. And sometimes that's all you gotta do. You know, I think awkward moments are fun. I, they make you feel, like, I forget who it was, but someone said that it was like something about feeling nervous and feeling anxious to just, re, like, it, feelings like that make you feel human and make you feel alive and to not necessarily be scared of them, but just to remember that, like, it's all part of life and it, it I don't know. So that was sort of the the thing that I took away from it was, you know what? Moments like that in life, they make you feel alive. You know, when you are talking to a cute guy and you get butterflies and you're super nervous, you know, it makes you feel alive, right? And so, I don't know. I just thought it was, whoo, whoo. Live TV, I mean, it has its moments and that was a moment. It has been a wild week, as I'm sure you can tell. And I am just so grateful for every single person who has taken the time to listen to my new projects or send me a DM or those of you here on YouTube who have been here for years in every single weekend chat, encouraging me and being a cheerleader along the way. I am so grateful and I'm so appreciative and I am just humbled by the response and by the reaction. And to have Andy Cohen endorse something that I created is just the, it's just a surreal cherry on top of the whole situation. And I'm just excited to, you know, and I just am excited to have something to be excited about, you know? Work can be fun. But also, like we, like we all know, work is still work and it can be hard and it's stressful and life is stressful and medical stuff is stressful and to combat with everything that's happening in the news and the negativity and the, the cycle of negative news and the soul crushing, you know, all of that combined, I think it's so important to connect with something in your life that makes you feel inspired, that makes you feel that passion, whether it's something super simple or something that's crazy and it's an, an idea that's so out there, whatever it is, I think it's so important to hold on to that. And that's why I've always said my creativity is my lifeline because if I did not have this, this project working, if I wasn't working on this project with Brad for the past six, eight, whatever weeks, I mean, it's been longer than that. It's been a lifeline and it's been something like I've looked forward to being like, hey, let's film Friday night. And he's like, great, I'll see you at six. And I'm just getting through the week and I'm like, oh, I'm so excited to sit with Brad and Brad would come over and we would, you know, and you guys hear it in the podcast. We just completely sit there and 
we laugh and we have fun and we would sit here and record. Then we'd go get dinner and just hang out. And it was just, you know, such it was something to always look forward to. And I think it's so important to do that, whatever it is in your life that it is, is that, to just try and find it and, and just, you know, make sure that you you do it and, and put it in your calendar. If it's going and getting a massage at the spa or if you like working out or whatever it is, you know, whatever it is, going for a walk, drawing, painting, reading, you know, watching your favorite TV show, taking a nap, whatever it is, make sure you schedule it in your calendar and keep doing it because it's, it's what, you know, it's what we all need to keep going. I think that's all for this week and I'm just excited for whatever's next and you know I'm excited for this podcast series to continue. I'm probably going to be really sad when it ends but Brad and I are already talking about extra stuff that is going to fit into it and expanding the idea in ways that we necessarily didn't think of when we first started talking about it and yeah I mean I just I think I want to end this weekend chat because I know when I pull this footage in and I watch it back and I, you know, trim it and export it that, you know, I don't want, I'm, I don't want people to think I'm being braggy and I'm being boasty about this stuff because I really want, I really hope that there's something you can take away from it because, you know, I don't really ever, I don't ever really talk about it a lot, but I have struggled with anxiety and depression my whole life since I was a teenager and there's, you know, things that I'll probably share at later times in my life. But um, the one thing I've always relied on is my creativity and I want to share this journey with everyone because it is, you know, you can live with that stuff and still be successful and as long as you trust your gut and listen to your instincts and I don't know, I just want to share that with people and you know, I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. I've worked hard and I've, I feel like I've worked hard to earn respect and earn trust and really prove to people that I can work hard. And, you know, I've spent a lot of time teaching myself things and things are possible, you know? Anything can happen. I really do believe that and as sappy as it sounds or as cheesy as it sounds which i'm sure it does it's true and i just i want to share that with people and i hope that even if there's just one person out there who sees this and thinks i can have the courage to try my own business or, or start my own creative venture or you know like my friend Lindsay, she she started her own company two or three years ago and you know, in addition to her regular job and it became so successful and she met all these new friends and she was in all these festivals and like just seeing her thrive too. I mean, you know, and, and she, well, I don't want to sound like I'm exposing my friends. I'm not, she has also gone through her own personal struggles too. And so I was inspired by her, the fact that she was able to push through her insecurities and her medical problems and still create her own business and do her own thing. And even just today I saw on Facebook, one of my, my colleague, not colleagues, um, what's it called? Uh, if, no, is it colleagues from college? I don't know. I'm here. I am. I, here I am trying to be like Oprah and I sound fucking stupid. Um, a girl I went to college with who was in a lot of my classes, who was also a designer. She just posted a video. She got interviewed by the news and she started her own side company 
that's completely different than being a graphic designer, but then she applied her graphic design skills to designing the packaging and the labeling of these new products that she's selling. And I was just like, this is so fucking cool. And she talks about how she was interested in science and that, you know, they didn't teach science at FIT. And I was like, whoa, like I had no idea that she was even like into all this stuff. And I just thought it was so cool. And that's the reason why I want to share a lot of this, of this journey with you guys is because it's, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't even know, bleh. I don't even know what to say, I guess. But anywho, that is all for this week. And speaking of YouTube, on here on YouTube, if you're watching, I got a PR package from Bath & Body Works. Are you shook? I'm shook. It's actually, can you see it? I think it's, oh my God, it's right there. It's a bag. And uh, I haven't gone through it yet, but I wanna do, I also bought some new candles, so I do wanna film a candle haul and, and do one of those for you guys because I know it's been a while and I need to do one. And also I am gonna start working on my holiday card for this year so we can do a card swap. So that'll be a YouTube thing. Stay tuned here on YouTube if there's some of you there. But uh, yeah, that'll be coming soon. Oh, also side note about the weighted blanket. I bought a weighted blanket last week, not sponsored. It is a 20 pound weighted blanket that I got on Amazon for like 80 bucks. I kind of love it. I can't tell if it's better or worse for me in the morning because I wake up and I'm all cold, like not cold, cuddled up in the weighted blanket and I don't want to get out of bed. So I can't tell if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm sure tomorrow when I get to sleep in finally, and I can actually lay in bed all day and just watch YouTube that I will love it. But last night I did get nine hours of sleep and I woke up and I slept through the whole night and I was just cuddled up in the weighted blanket and I was like, oh my God, I am so cozy right now. So I'm kind of loving it. I think I kind of love it. But that is a one week review. So if you guys want another update, I can let you guys know again next week. But so far, I am kind of obsessed with it. So we'll see. And uh, I will see you guys next week for another weekend chat. And I will see you on Wednesday, midnight, they go up for episode nine. Episode nine? Yeah, episode nine, 2006. It is one of my favorite ones of the series so far. It's I just really enjoy it. And uh, yeah, I will see you guys then. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.